Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Every Wednesday at this time, we are joined by our BetQL Network Insider, the host of BetMGM tonight in Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Ryan Horvath. Insider Calls brought to you by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to check out the BetMGM Tonight podcast for more of Ryan's analysis. Just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcast. Horvat, uh, welcome to Christmas in the spring, my man. It, we were talking about this earlier. Today kind of feels like the day where everybody in the world starts caring about college basketball because you turn on at like 9 a.m., you got the ACC tournament is going on. You've got the Big East. you got the Pac-12 tournament. Uh, no longer is it just the mid-majors. We've made it to basketball season for everyone. Yeah, this is the best time of the year, in my opinion. I mean, I say that, I feel like I say that like four or five times per year, though. Like, we do that week one of the NFL season <laughs> and then NFL playoffs. But I mean, you have to love March Madness. And as much as I love the NCAA tournament, which begins obviously next week, I love the conference tournaments because yeah. of what you just said. I mean, there's just a huge catalog of games to bet on. You get all these great matchups. You have teams who, you know, maybe uh, got off to slow starts who now have to win their conference mm-hmm. tournaments. Every once in a while, you get a good Cinderella story, a team that wins their conference tournament. I uh, I love this time of the year. And, and it's funny because now is also the time of year, like you said, where everybody's a college basketball expert, where most people haven't been watching these games because there's just so much going on right now. Yeah, I do. I make no, I make no bones about it. I am not going to be in a college basketball imposter. Um, so this is why I rely on, on the experts like you um, who, who know more about this and have followed the college basketball trends throughout the course of the year. Um, you know, it, it is, we know the big names, right? But what are some of the other teams that in conferences that we should keep an eye out as and this is what I love to do is, I watch those mid-major tournaments because you can find those sneaky teams and, and you can watch a skill set that you go, hey, that translates to, to tourney time. Is, are there any of those schools that have kind of popped out to you in maybe some conference tournaments that, that we need to keep our eye on? Yeah, absolutely. Like every year, you know, and, and that's the difference now, like we talked about a little bit last week with these mid-major teams. If you get the three, four-year players, where the big programs like Kentucky, like Kentucky's really struggled this season. And, you know, the reason being because it's just a bunch of one-and-done players. Mm. Like, I look at some of these other teams who could be really sneaky, like New Mexico. You know, they're 21-10 and 10 this season, and, you know, that's a veteran club. I don't really like them so much tonight because they're eight-and-a-half-point favorites against Wyoming. 
But, you know, that's a team I think that could sneak up on some people. Also, just some of these teams that are getting hot at the right time. Like, it's kind of a lazy answer, but I feel like nobody yeah. talks about Houston still. And they've been the best team in the country all season long. And it's like, okay, well, we don't know if we could trust them once we get to March because they don't play in the best conference. But, like, you watched that game last week. They were taken to the wire, uh, taken down to the wire by Memphis, and they just hit this game-winning shot. It seems like if they're in a close game, they always win. Or, you know, they just blow teams out in that conference, so nobody gives them respect. But there are a bunch of veterans. Last year they really struggled at the end of games to close out games because they didn't shoot free throws very well. But they're really good defensively. And I think Kelvin Sampson is a top-five head coach. I, I really yeah. want them to – him and Mark Few, I just feel like we need to win national titles before it's all said and done to get the proper respect. And then as crazy as it sounds, man, I feel like the Zags are actually really good value just because of the price right now, plus 2500 You never get that with Gonzaga. Obviously, they were better last year, but the guard play has been much better the last couple weeks. Drew Timmy, it feels like he's been there for like 15 years. I don't know if he's going to be a pro or a very good pro, <laughs> but he's a hell of a college player, especially when he's on, and they are so well coached. I kind of like that price, plus 2500 and then you have the heavyweights. You know, Alabama, they've just been a mess off the floor. We obviously yeah. know that. But they are so good. But And they're battle-tested because the SEC is so tough. You know, growing up, I, I was a big ACC guy because you had Duke, North Carolina, oh, you know, for Wake sure. Forest. Like, that's what we love to watch. Now, though, like the Big Ten is, I mean, you can make the case for four or five teams, but they always choke in March. But I kind of like Alabama. I mean, the price isn't great, plus 600. But if you are going to bet any of those heavyweight teams, they have a solid rim protector. They defend. They could just light up the scoreboard. They get really hot from three. Brandon Miller is tremendous. I mean, I don't know what's going on off the court, but he's great on the court. And uh, I like their head coach, Nate Oates, a lot. So the teams, if I was going to make any like future bets right now and I'm late to the party, I'm probably looking at Alabama as a favorite. I really like Gonzaga. I really like that price for them. And I think you could still get a plus 2,500, 25 to 1, which is really nice. You know, uh, it's really interesting. I'm. You said something about Calvin Sampson, who I love him. And if it wasn't yeah. for like the NCAA, you know, investigations against him, then I think he would be a little bit different. But you're so right in that he does. He and Few, they they somehow, some way, need that validation of a championship, like a like a quarterback in the NFL does, uh, for whatever reason. But his teams are interesting to me because we've seen the collapses of Mark Few programs. Um, before, which is maybe just shots aren't falling, normal basketball stuff. It seems that, like, this Calvin Sampson goes through, it's how they're officiated because they are good defensively. Like, they're always good defensively. And whether it's Sampson or, like, Bob Huggins, uh, when he had it rolling at Cincinnati in West Virginia, they play such a physical style and brand of basketball that it all is dependent on the officiating uh, in the tournament and it's as to whether or not you know you get a, a crew that's going to let them play or not. We know this in the NBA that they let them play. Is there anything that Vegas looks at or, or that you know of that you know they let a little bit more action go in the NCAA tournament? Because it doesn't seem like we talk about that as much as we do in the NBA. Yeah, no, I mean, I completely agree. Like, it, we know all the officiating crews in the NBA. You know, there's the guys that you hate. There's the guys like... You know, obviously, you fade certain guys if Joey Crawford's going to be out there officiating a game. But at the NCAA, I mean, that's a great question right there, just because, the, you know, of how some of these teams do play. Like a team like Houston, they're mm-hmm. so physical. Like growing up, you know, I really always – I always like those Cincinnati teams. Yep. Like with Kenyon Martin, uh, they had a really a couple really good runs where Danny Bob Higgins Fortson. was there. Yeah, Danny Fortson. But like in the NCAA tournament, they would just always – be like a little bit too physical, right? Like they'd be in foul trouble immediately. They just officiated them a little bit differently. And that's why 
you know, there are certain teams where usually like Houston, I would stay away from them just because of, because of that, because yeah. guys get in foul trouble because they're not good free throw shooting teams. But yeah, I mean, I do try to pay attention to that. The officiating crew, just because of different things like that. Does it, uh, it's, it's crazy. Does it scare you off a little bit about experience when, when you're going down and filling out your bracket? Like Houston, I do appreciate too. And I like them in this tournament and in this run because of the fact they've been there before, man. And Alabama is one that, I always kind of uh, you, you you have these teams every year that's like oh they're they're new here but experience in the tournament matters does that scare you about Bama? Yeah, that is what scares me about a team like Bama, and that is why I like a team like Houston or even like some of these mid major teams. Like that's why I really want to watch you know more a little bit this week just to see like who rounds into form because back in the day like conference tournaments everybody wanted to win their conference tournaments. Now some of these teams like they don't care they just want to be healthy going into March. But in the mid majors you have to win your conference tournament like. Now St. Mary's and Gonzaga are both ranked, so they both get into the NCAA tournament. But a couple of years ago, man, even if St. Mary's had a 21-22 game, uh, 21-22 win season, it wasn't a guarantee they were going to get into the tournament. So that's what I love about the mid-major schools. You could be 23-4, and losing the semifinals, and then you're not going into the NCAA tournament. You know, Maybe you have a shot at the NIT. So that's why I really like to watch these conference tournaments, and you figure out, okay, this guy's clutch. This guy's been here for five years. This guy looks like he's 35 years old because those are always the teams that you know do get hot. Like Nobody saw that run last year uh, for St. Peter's, obviously. That just came out of nowhere. But if you were watching them in the conference tournament, you saw them get hot. You obviously saw them win their conference championship, and maybe you liked them. But it's just it's harder than ever to protect it, uh, to predict. It really is. I, I just think it really comes down to coaching, man. Like there's certain coaches as crazy as it sounds that you just fade. Like if Duke, if Duke had a squad where they relied on the three, I would always go against them in the NCAA tournament because they would always have that like 25%, uh, you know, shooting performance and they'd lose to a team like Belmont. They were a team that lived or died by the three. <laughs> you know, we stayed away from Tony Bennett coach teams for so long especially after we saw Virginia lose uh, to a 16 seed for the first time in NCAA tournament history. John Calipari, it just seems like he can never get the job done. You know, his teams rarely are good free throw shooting teams. They don't really run any offensive sets. So I'm just like looking for good coaches. I miss Jay Wright. Jay Wright was always a great bet in March. When Izzo's there in March, obviously you never bet against Izzo. I think it just like comes down to like coaching in these programs because every year, yeah, you replace the players, but in good programs, like a team like Villanova, this year's a down year, but it's also year one without Jay Wright. You know, you always know what to expect, those system-type players. Mm-hmm. Like if it's Colin Gillespie, even Jalen Brunson. We didn't know Jalen Brunson was going to be this good. Dante DiVincenzo. We didn't know who the heck he was until the Final Four, and then he became a legend. So there's just certain teams that I circle. You know, really good programs, really well-coached teams. And for me, you know, every year, every March, that's teams like Michigan State, teams like Villanova. Okay. Now it is a, a lot is up in the air in college hoops. Uh, you got two coaches in the out west that are, are we we have faith in Mick Cronin and Tommy Lloyd has done a good job down in Arizona. Am I crazy for thinking like, hey, we, when it's wide open, this could be the year the Pac-12 surprises somebody? You got two teams that could be tourney built in UCLA and Arizona. You know who else I kind of like, man, is Washington State. They've quietly won six games in a row. They beat UCLA earlier on. I'm sorry, they beat Arizona earlier on this season, and they only lost to UCLA by one point. The problem is, you know, then they played them again, they got blown out by, by 20, and then they haven't lost a game since. 
I don't I don't know that I like them to make a run in the NCAA tournament, but if you have a couple bucks, maybe like a free bet, they're plus 2,500 to win the Pac-12 tournament, and they're like 10.5-point favorite today. I love uh, it. If I'm betting either of those teams, I bet I was all over Arizona last year, and I got a really good price. Um, loved, I mean, man, that was a fun ride, but unfortunately they didn't get it done. This year, though, I would lean UCLA if I'm picking between those two teams. Mm-hmm. Again, they have the experience. They got guys that could hit tough shots. And I just think they're so well coached, and they're so tough defensively. As crazy as that sounds, you think of the Pac-12, you think high-scoring games, not a whole lot of defense. Mick Cronin always has his teams playing really tough defense. I like UCLA. I think at worst, I mean, and you could also bet just teams to make the Final Four. You could get like a plus two hundred, plus three hundred price on that. I think at worst they're an Elite Eight team this year. I really like UCLA, and I hope they get a good draw. Yeah, Jalen Clark injury, Achilles is going to be big. I mean, he's one of their best defenders, and and that that sucks for them. But I'm with you. I like the Bruins. I like the Bruins. Okay, uh, before we let you go, um, I mean, I guess you're probably sounding off on this everywhere you go. What do you think of Aaron Rodgers to the Jets? Yeah, so I'm kind of excited to see how it goes, man, to be honest (laughs) with you. I've had this this long rivalry with the Packers, like some of the, like the beat reporters and some of the bloggers, just because if there's one thing I hate, I don't know about you, I hate the Player X interviews, and there's been a lot of that lately. Mm. It's like, you know, this guy in the locker room, I just feel like if you're not, like if you don't put your name next to the quote, I really don't care about the quote. I'm excited to see how this goes for Rodgers. I think for the Packers, it probably is time to move on, see what you have in Jordan Love. But at the same time, man, the NFC – is just so wide open. The Eagles are going to lose some guys, most likely. San Francisco, we don't know who their starting quarterback is. Brady retired. Dallas always chokes down the stretch, and they're coached by Mike McCarthy, and now he's calling damn plays. I just I don't understand why you paid Aaron Rodgers last year. My problem with the Packers has always been, like, what are they doing? What was ever the plan? Because they paid Aaron Rodgers, and then they draft Jordan Love. After they go to the NFC Championship game and give up 300 yards on the ground, they draft the backup quarterback. And then they pay him again. So I think they're just clueless. Hopefully this works out for Brian Gutekinds, the general manager. I think he should probably be fired if you trade away Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love ends up being a bust. But as far as the fit with the Jets, I did bet them to win the Super Bowl. It's plus 2,200. You got got a top 10 defense. Like Aaron Rodgers doesn't even need to be Aaron Rodgers. The Jets won nine games last year with Mike White, Chris Strebler, and Zach Wilson. I think Aaron Rodgers is a guaranteed 11-12 win. Even if he is a little bit washed up, yeah, it could be one. Of, it could be a, t- a top five defense next year, and you've got Garrett Wilson who and Brees yep. Hall healthy. Watch out! That could be that could be really scary um, there. All right, Horvat, I appreciate it, man. We will be talking to you next week. We'll have brackets and everything that uh, we can for, break down. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. And uh, for tonight, I like Lasalle plus seven, and then this one sounds a little disgusting, but you know I like these Oklahoma. Plus one and a half. Oklahoma's starting to play some good basketball. I think they. W- I think they win outright tonight. So maybe a little sprinkle on the money line. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> All right, Horvat. Uh, happy Christmas Thanks, and Merry Christmas and Spring, my man. Thanks so much yeah. for having me. All right, there he is, Ryan Horvat, uh, the host of Bet MGM tonight. Our BetQL Network Insider uh, Insider calls brought to you by Bet MGM. Go check out all the latest lines today at Bet MGM. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.